0: are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs.
1: Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Finding Genius Podcast. Uh, today, my guest is Marco Vigi. He's a researcher at the IMDEA, Water Institute. We're going to be talking about microplastics and how they are taking a toll on aquatic uh, ecologies all over the world. So, Marco, thank you for coming. How are you doing?
2: Fine, thanks.
1: So, tell me about uh, your work. Are you studying aquatic uh, ecology in general, or uh, just microplastics? But what's your work about? Yes, I am an, I
2: am a, a, an ecotoxicologist in general. Uh, I am working now in the IMDEA Water Institute, that is an institute working in uh, in water research, and uh, I am the responsible of the aquatic ecotoxicology uh, group, research group. Uh, About microplastic, I am now involved in uh, a European project on microplastics. So, one of our research items are plastics and microplastics.
1: So, microplastics come from where? How do they get into bodies of water?
2: Uh, but the project. I am working now is a project on the water cycle in agriculture. So evaluating the risk in the in the water cycle from rivers, irrigation, agriculture, and back to surface water. This is more or less the cycle that we are studying. Uh, however, to understand this type of cycle, it is important to uh, better understand in general the the cycle, the origin of uh, of of microplastic. But uh, I think real. that in order okay. to talk about microplastic, it is important to talk in general to about plastic because uh, microplastics are only a component of the problem. The problem are plastic, and we have macro. Micro, micro, and nano uh, In this scheme, in my opinion, microplastic are really are not the major; are only a part of the general problem of plastic. Probably the the less relevant. The real problem are plastic on one side, on the bigger side. On the smaller side, there are nanoplastic that are the Unknown because we don't know anything about them In between there are the micro
1: well, so where does where do plastics come from? Is it that I mean how do they get to be micro and nano-sized you know if I throw away a, a soda bottle, how does it become microplastic or nanoplastic?
2: But there are uh, two different types of microplastics of microplastic in terms of their origin. Uh, there are the so-called primary microplastic. Uh, primary microplastic are the microplastic uh, intentionally produced. Uh, is a, a material, a small uh, spheres, uh, plastic uh, pellets, sphere that are added, for example, in cosmetics, uh, in toothpaste. Uh, in in and in, in other in other techniques. Then there are the secondary microplastic that are the microplastic non-intentionally produced, and they derive from the fragmentation of bigger plastic, of big items, bottles, uh, and and any other type of of. Uh, of item made of plastic. That's for a physical agent, erosion, um, light and temperature, uh, big plastic can be fragmented in, in fragment in, in smaller and smaller fragments up to the so-called microplastic. Microplastic are defined as the particle smaller than five Milliliter, mil, uh, millimeter, up to one micrometer. Mm. Below one micrometer are called nanoplast. But this is an arbitrary definition because uh, nanoplastic are not a meaning uh, comparable to nanomaterials. Nanomaterials are technological material of small dimension produced. To have some particular properties uh, and are used in many technological
1: applications. So what are some of the, um, the problems as plastics get smaller? What does it do to wildlife?
2: Plastic becomes smaller just uh, due to to physical uh, physical
1: agent. But how does it affect fish? That, other life, please. Yeah. Fish, especially. How does it affect fish, you know, and birds and people as the plastics get smaller? Is there a certain range of size that is very bad?
2: Yeah, the problem is that uh, we know, we can study, like we, we we know something about relatively small particles of plastic, the so-called microplastics. But below a given uh, size, it is practically impossible to study because there are no no methods for sampling, for measuring. Uh, for the observation uh, we need for very very complex uh, tools and instruments. So uh, below a given size, in general below 5-10 micrometer, it is extremely difficult to study this material and we don't know practically anything. So nanoplastic are the unknown components of plastic.
1: Well, why are they so hard to study? Please? Why are they so hard to study? What is difficult to It's so hard them?
2: to study because there are no methods for sampling and for measuring. So, for example, we don't know how many uh, are present in, in the environment. We can sample and measure uh, microplastic in a range, in the size range between some millimeter and some tenths of micrometer. So we can sample with nets, with several types of devices. We can measure and analyze with relatively complex analytical methods, but we can. On the contrary, for very small particles, in particular particles in the range of a few micrometers up to the nanometer range, we are not capable to measure. We have no instrument for measuring them. So we don't know the concentration, the presence, how, how, how big, how high is the presence in the environment. We know which is the concentration of microplastic in water, for example. We can measure. The concentration of microplastic in water, but we can't measure the concentration of nanoplastic in water. We Why? don't know no we don't have the, the instrument capable
0: to do it.
1: Do these um, plastics have charge? Can you use charge separation or filters, you know, uh, microfilters that could filter them out?
2: Yes, it is possible to collect by ultrafiltration, but uh, you take note that we don't know how many they are. For example, for sampling uh, microplastic in water, we have to filter to, in order to have a reliable sample with enough material to be analyzed uh if we are measuring the concentration in relatively clean water for example marine water lake water river water we have to filter uh several cubic meters on small on on nets nets with a relatively small mesh but we can't filter cubic meter on some very small Filters capable to retain nanoplastic. we can't filter 10 cubic meters on a, in, in, in ultrafiltration to retain nanoplastics, then if we could be capable to, 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 to obtain this type of sample that is extremely complex, difficult, practically impossible, we, have, we, are not, we can't measure, we can't analyze the amount of, of microplastic that are present.
1: What is the effect of micro and nanoplastics on living <laughs> creatures?
2: Going to the effect. The effect is another problem. We know the effect of micro, and the effect of microplastic is very low. Uh, all tests performed on aquatic and terrestrial organisms, aquatic and terrestrial animals, indicate that at concentration at uh, uh, concentration that are ecologically realistic, this means concentration comparable to the concentration that we can found in the natural ecosystem, like rivers, lakes, marine water, microplastics have practically no effect. It is practically impossible to assess adverse effects at concentration ecologically realistic. It is possible to assess adverse effects on aquatic animals, for example, uh, only at concentrations that are orders of magnitude higher than the environmentally realistic. But the problem is that the effect of plastic, of microplastic, of, of fragments of dimension in the range of a few millimeters up to some tenths of micrometers, the effect can be only a physical effect. They are not toxic. Plastic are, by definition, uh, chemically inert, so are not toxicologically active. So the only possible effect of microplastics is a physical effect. And this may occur only at a concentration very, very high this means concentration that are much higher than the really occurring in the This is for micro, but for nano, we don't know if nano nanoplastic, it means fragments of the dimension of a few nanometer, we don't know if this material can enter into the cell.
1: We don't know if... Well, What about how bacteria interact with micro and nanoplastics? Has that been observed, that they attract bacteria?
2: Uh, Nanoplastic, uh, the size of nanoplastic is so small, that are smaller than uh, bacteria. Uh, Microplastic uh, can attract. uh, uh, Bacteria can be absorbed on any solid support that can be found in water, can be found on uh, uh, wood, surface, uh, on any other type of surface, and also on, on plastic. So any, any, any solid support emerged in water can be, can be, can be covered by, by periphyton, by bacteria, and by organ. When we are talking about nanoplastics, but nanoplastic are smaller than bacteria, and
1: well, have you have you found particular bacteria that are attracted to microplastics? Are there certain ones that eat the plastic, not just live on them?
2: Bacteria that eats the plastic. Sorry, I, I,
1: is it quite? Noisy. Yeah. Are there are there are there bacteria that eat plastic or that uh, yeah that degrade it?
2: Uh, the, the degradation of plastic is, is, a, is an enormous problem. Uh, as far we know, plastics are not biodegradable. Uh, in general, bacteria are not capable to degrade plastic uh, because they have not the, the enzyme capable to attack plastic. Uh, there are some recent, uh, there is some recent literature uh, about some organism that can produce some enzyme capable to attack plastics. But this is uh, still at the investigation level. We uh, our knowledge about that is very is very scarce at the moment. It seems that something can. Uh, attack and degrade bacteri- uh, plastics, but in general, bacteria that degrade organic matter cannot degrade plastic. This is one of the major characteristics of plastic because the, the reason that uh, produced the enormous amount of in our world in the last or 70 years uh are several because plastic have a, 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 a lot of advantage plastic are cheap cheap not expensive are versatile can be produced in, in enormous type of substances of object uh, it with in, of plastics like films like fibers like uh rigid plastic flexible plastic uh, are so cheap plastics that are excellent for disposable oj- objects or for packaging. So all these reasons make plastic one of the most important items in our life. Mm. And another characteristic is that plastic are persistent. So all objects made of plastic are long lasting. This can be an advantage, but is also an enormous are persistent because cannot attack attack it by bacteria as all other organic matter. So a, a plastic bag can survive, can remain uh, not degraded through biodegradation for uh, 100 years or more. So it's not degraded by bacteria, but can be fragmented as I, as I told before. Can be fragmented by physical agents. And so a plastic bag, bag is transformed in small fragments, and so it is transformed in in micro. The micro fragments are uh, again fragmented up to the nanosize, and this is the destiny of uh, of plastic if we consider that uh in the last uh, 50 year the amount of plastic is in the order of hundreds of millions of tons i don't remember now the 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 the, the, the precise number but it's an a, an impressive number uh, so we can understand that the world now is invaded
1: so, what do you want to figure out about plastics specifically? What are you researching?
2: But in our research now, we studied, as I told before, the cycle uh, of plastic in the agricultural system. For example, uh, plastics are present in uh, uh, in waste water. Uh, waste water is, is treated in wastewater treatment plants. And uh, treatment plants are capable to retain a a, a large percentage of plastic. More or less, wastewater treatment plants can retain up to 99% of microplastic present in untreated effluent. But this plastic retained are accumulated in the sludge of the treatment plant. The sludge is frequently used as a fertilizer in agriculture. And so uh, the, the sludge applied in, uh, in, uh, in agricultural fields release can release this microplastic in soil, can release microplastic through runoff, and runoff can bring this microplastic in, in surface water, in river, and up to the, the the final receptor, that in any case is the ocean, is the sea. So all plastic, macroplastic like bottle bags and so on, microplastic deriving from fragmentation in agriculture, in uh, in uh, in landfill, in uh, from urban runoff and other other sources. Everything is transported. Uh, so
1: it's, uh, it, it sounds like it's very important to get rid of the large plastic in any body of water because a large piece of plastic will degrade into millions of microplastics.
2: Yes, but uh, to date, if we consider the effects of the different classes of plastic, there is the risk of macroplastic for marine animals, for example, is largely documented in the literature. Big marine animals like cetacean, like turtles, like birds, like big fish, eat plastic and can die True. Uh, because plastic cannot be digested and uh, It is proved that the mortality of big animals determined by the ingestion of uh, big plastic items, like uh, uh, bags uh, or or bottles, can produce uh, intestinal occlusions and animals will die. For example, turtles eat uh, intentionally plastic bags because a plastic bag floating can uh, is similar to to a jellyfish a turtle eats jellyfish and so they eat plastic bag uh, because they appears like jellyfish and if a turtle ingest a, a plastic bag will die because uh, a, 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 an intestinal occlusion will so big plastics are really a danger for big marine animals Small plastics are not a danger for the moment, because at the concentration that can be found in the environment, as I told before, it is impossible to uh, observe any type of negative effect. Then, the third level, the nano, may be dangerous, but we don't know. We can also make hypotheses, because we cannot uh, it is also very difficult to make tests at concentration that are ecologically realistic. So on nanoplastic we don't know almost anything.
1: So are you um, working with conservation groups or groups to help get rid of plastics in you know large plastics and bodies of water? Like what do you think the first steps should be right now to try to reduce the
2: problem? But if we also consider that, uh, the risk for uh, big plastic is documented. And if we consider that microplastic deri- derives practically almost totally from the fragmentation of macroplastics, any type of uh, intervention, of uh, mitigation measure, of control measure should be done on the macroplastic. Because for uh, I told before that we know two types of microplastics, the primary and the secondary. Uh, but if we uh, consider all a uh, sampling campaigns that have been performed in, uh, in natural environment, primary microplastics represent a really small percentage, usually less than 1%. The 99% of the total microplastic amount in, in the environment is determined by secondary micro, so by fragmentation, fragmentation of big items or fiber, for example. Any cycle of washing machine, domestic washing machine, Produce millions of fiber coming from syn- st- synthetic textiles. All these fibers go in uh, wastewater and are distributed in, in the environment. This is another enormous source of microplastics. Another important source of microplastics are tight debris, the, and these derive mainly from the uh, urban runoff, the debris of, uh, of, uh, of tires that are consumed and released, small pieces on the street, all these small pieces are washed during rain events, are transported to runoff, go in surface water in rivers, and this is another relevant component. So practically we have three major components of the secondary non-intentional microplastics that are mm-hmm. fragmentation of bags, bottles, and other items, fibers from washing machines, and tire debris.
1: That's amazing. There's so many sources of stuff. I, what, what do you think is going to be the best way to, to handle this? To find new ways to filter water or to stop the uh, the large plastics getting into the water system, but what about clothes? And it's, it's hard to figure out what to do to help.
2: I think that the best way is to control plastic, because now, for example, in Europe, there is a project for a regulation for controlling primary microplastics. So for controlling uh micro beds that are present in cosmetics. But this is not effective. It's not effective because uh, are only a very small percentage of the total. So it's not really an effective mitigation. The most important measure will be the control of macro. For example, in Europe this year, uh, I don't know what will happen now with the the, the, the COVID problems, uh, but there is a an European regulation that will uh, ban totally ban in 2020 the uh, some disposable plastic item like uh, uh, glasses, uh, and vessels, um, and other type of uh, single use items. This is. Uh, this can be useful, but it's not enough. The majority of plastics that are immediately disposed and uh, going landfill and produce fragments are packaging. So it is important to try to reduce some way packaging. I am old enough uh, to remember that in the first part of my life, uh, the world was not made on plastic.
1: Uh, right, it was paper and glass and other stuff.
2: Yes, yes, other stuff, glass. But I remember that uh, milk was in glass bottles, water was in glass bottles. Uh, plastic became to, to, to be extremely important in the, after the sixty, more or less, of the last century and then increased exponentially and now is uh, the most important material in our life. But I think that it would be possible and is necessary to try to go back and to try to to use alternative materials like uh, like paper, like, uh, like glass. Uh, we can eliminate completely. I think that In in any case, this type of intervention should be uh, realistic. In some cases, plastic cannot be eliminated, even in disposable items. If we think, uh, for example, to sanitary items, for this type of, of things, plastic is perfect because it's very hygienic, can be... Uh, can be sterilized easily after the use is eliminated. So for sanitary items, plastic is perfect, but for domestic uses, for example, we can use something different. So it is important, first of all, to uh, reduce the use of macro plastic. More difficult will be, for example, the elimination of fibers. Because I don't think that now we can drastically reduce the use of synthetic textile that are part of our lives. Everything we use uh, is totally or partly artificial. Yeah, and, that's true. It's very difficult. And this will, this will be difficult. I think that this could be some intervention, could be possible with some different technology in washing machine with some system of filtering and retaining in washing machine, and then disposing this amount of fiber that will be collected in some uh, more uh, safe way, not discarding in in surface water, but uh, uh, um, you, you would probably
1: have to classify washing machine water as a hazardous waste and require filtration. Yes. And you would have like a, like, just like we have a lint trap, we would also have a microfiber or plastic trap.
2: Yes. This could be, could be another possible uh, intervention. Hmm. Okay. About tide debris, I don't know what we can do. Because whales of car, we should use less car. (laughs) This is another possibility. This will be also, positive for many other aspects, less energy consumption, less uh, air pollution. But tire debris are are another relevant source of this type of material. So there is no one intervention, no one measure capable to solve the problem. It's important a complex policy of several types of intervention, in some cases uh, acting at the origin when the, the the material is produced by reduce the amount of this material that is introduced in our lives other other measures should be effective uh, download downstream so like filters uh, or something like there are different types of different measures that should be uh, taken into account considered implemented.
1: Well, very good. Marco, what is the best way for people to learn more about these three types of pollution and to figure out uh, ways to stop them?
2: Uh, which is the best way? It it is not easy because there there is a huge amount of fake news in this in this field. Uh the best way should be uh being capable to, 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 to select among the enormous m- amount of information uh, the correct information. I can, I can make an example. Uh, everybody knows that in the middle of the ocean, for example of the Pacific Ocean, there is an area where the marine currents concentrate and uh, in uh, on the web there are many many websites that are talking about the plastic island in the ocean and the idea the message that is transmitted is that there is in the middle of the pacific ocean an island where people can can walk mid- that is formed by Millions and millions of tons of plastic, and this is a fake news, huh. right. because it is true that in the middle of the ocean there is an area where plastic are concentrated. But the concentration of plastic, if is, is of seventy grams per square kilometer, oh, that's nothing. Seventy. Very dispersed. It is, is enormous if you consider that. This is in the middle of the ocean, thousands thousand of kilometers far from any source, and is an area extended like, uh, uh, like Texas, more or less. So it's astonishing, but it's not an island where people can walk. So That's it's ridiculous. an area when... So you they
1: call are- it a, a, a gyre? the Pacific gyre of garbage, like the garbage patch or gyre. Yes, but looking in internet,
2: I, this is uh, uh, an example that I, I tested personally some days ago. Looking in internet, you can find hundreds of uh, newspaper articles, uh, websites, uh, talking about this plastic island and only one scientific article that explains exactly what it means. Every hundred fake news, you can find one scientific correct news. So it is very difficult to select the, the real correct news in, uh, in a forest of, uh, of fake news. And the same for with, with microplast. there is an alarm microplastics there is danger for human health from from microplastics there is microplastic in the salt that you use at home uh, in your uh, yes this is true microplastic are in the in the sea and this is normal that in the salt that you use for your dishes uh, there is some fragment but if you eat some fragment of plastic is Absolutely safe. It's, that doesn't matter. It is not dangerous at all. So uh, it is important to understand what we are talking about. Plastic exists, but there is a lot of fake news.
1: Have, have people been tested, and has plastic been found in people's stool, or just in their in their blood or in their tissues? In the,
2: in the blood. In the blood. I don't. don't no. 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 Uh, in our digestive tract, for sure, we have some plastic. We ingest some plastic every day, every day. Because microplastics are present in, 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 in several types of material, of food that we... So there is no doubt that we, every day, can ingest two, three, ten small particles of microplastics. But it's impossible that they go in our blood because they remain in our digestive traits, cannot cross the cell membranes, and so are eliminated through the fishes without any type of damage. Mm, okay. The problem, as I told before, what we don't know is the smaller particles, the nanoplast, can cross membrane, cellular membrane, and enter in the blood. We don't know this. We don't
1: know. Okay. Well, very good. Marco, um, thank you for coming on the podcast. And okay. I, I know it's, it's I, not okay. good, news, good news, but at least uh, you're able to inform people about what's going on. So thank you for all that you do. Okay. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs.